when you do what you love in every single moment and you're true to yourself in every single moment and you follow your bliss in every single moment, you don't have to manifest. Welcome to the Sacred Embodiment Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Michael Wilson, and I am so excited to embark on this episode with you today. The Sacred Embodiment Podcast is all about coming together, coming into our heart center, and arriving into the present moment. We're here to dive deep into what it means to be embodied as our most authentic and vibrant selves. Now, if you're ready to reclaim your authenticity and live your life in the magic and brilliance of your inner divinity, then journey with us today. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to tune in with us every single week. Now let's get started. Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to episode two, where we are diving into discovering the key to personal fulfillment. Now I feel that this is a vitally important topic to cover because when you live a fulfilled life, and you know how to apply the principles and the things that we're talking about in this episode into your own life to then create more fulfillment for your life, regardless of where you may be, not only will you be happier and more fulfilled, but this energy will radiate out and serve others in in incredibly magical ways, right? And I believe that as we step into our own fulfillment, each individually, we give others permission to do the same thing. And who doesn't want to be fulfilled? So let's get right into it. Hello. So I filmed this entire episode. And for whatever reason, the microphone, I just got this mic. Uh, it wasn't set up properly. So the noise gate, I don't know if you know anything about that. You may not if you're not into audio production. But regardless, it was only picking up so many of my words. So here we are doing this whole episode over again, which is a hidden blessing because not only have I fixed the mic so the audio quality sounds better, which is really important for a podcast, but I've also had more time than I thought I was going to to allow this idea to gestate and alchemize and really come into a good place for me to be able to share, right? So let's jump right in. Fulfillment. I believe that fulfillment is pretty much the number one thing within what we're talking about, you know, in terms of like, doing things in the world and living life, etc., cetera, um, which is a lot, you know? I think fulfillment is truly the thing that we all strive for, you know? Fulfillment, joy, satisfaction, however you want to look at that, right? And I always like to define a word or a thing before diving into why it is it's important and what's beneficial towards 
achieving that end, we could say, right? So fulfillment, well, you can find thousand, endless, endless definitions for fulfillment. <laughs> um, I find that fulfillment, if I were to define it, right, since I'm the one talking, <laughs> um, fulfillment is really the quality of being full, right? It's a sense of wholeness, but more so to the degree where you're so full that you're overflowing, right? And I'm speaking metaphorically, I'm speaking energetically, I'm speaking spiritually and emotionally, right? Um, not physically full or anything silly like that, but it's the state of being full, right? To where you don't feel like you're missing anything, right? You don't feel like you, you could be doing something else with your life or you're not living up to your full potential or you're leaving something on the table, all these different ways of saying that fulfillment is when you feel so happy that you could die. That's kind of where my mind goes to with it, right? And there's a saying um, within certain native traditions, um, it's hokahe. And basically what this means, whether you've heard it or not, it means today's a good day to die, right? And really what I interpret this to mean and what I feel is being expressed by that is it's the idea that when you're, when you're fulfilled with your life and what you're doing with your life and how you're living your life, you are so happy, you're so presently aligned and fulfilled with what you're doing and how you're living your life, that if you died today, so be it, right? It would be, you you wouldn't feel depressed about it, right? You wouldn't feel like, oh my God, I didn't get to do this, 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 and this, right? And while I don't feel it's meant to be taken completely literally, in the sense that it's more metaphoric, at least the way that I interpret it, really the whole gist is that if we are not happy with what we're doing in our life, then it's of the highest and utmost importance that we start taking steps towards creating that life experience for us, right? And while in the Western culture, there's a lot of talk about success and how much money should I be making and what about relationships and my partner and so on and so forth, right? There's all these goals that either we're taught to aim for or that we think we need to aim for or even beyond all of that, that we think will make us happy. And the long and short of it is, while these... All these things are really effects, right? And we'll get into what we're talking about there in a moment. But if you haven't yet, we go more into cause and effect, at least in the way that we're talking about here um, in episode one, if you want to check that out. Um, but you don't need it to listen to this episode. So long and short is, um, well, you could say that someone with a lot of money, for example, um, is not necessarily fulfilled while someone with a lot of money could be 
fulfilled. Money is not a marker of fulfillment, nor is um, an intimate relationship, nor is any individual achievement or effect, right? And the reason I make the delineation of effect is because a lot of things that we think will make us happy or that we think are markers of fulfillment are actually just effects of certain causes, right? What's in a, what is a lot of money an effect of? The cause of doing something that produces money, right? Um, and you could apply that to a myriad of different situations, but the point being here is that we really want to understand that effects do not produce a fulfillment, right? Because if we think that effects produce a fulfillment, right, then we'll, we'll, we'll act in a completely different way than the way we would be acting if we were choosing fulfillment over some sort of achievement, right? Now, with all of that being said, I don't truly believe that it's a bad thing to have um, a degree of desire for a certain amount of money, right? We live in a world where money is a thing, right? So I don't think money's bad. I don't think effects are a bad thing. They're not bad. They're a part of life. However, the challenge that arises, I feel, is when we put a certain dollar amount, right? Or a certain degree of success or a certain relationship or a certain amount of likes or whatever the heck it is, right? When we say that that is the thing that's going to make us happy, that's the thing that we need to get to that will create fulfillment for us. And this way of thinking is not only completely backwards, but it's truly an infinite spiral in the wrong direction, right? What do I mean by this? What I mean by this is that you see it all the time, right? Maybe not all the time, but we've all heard the story of the person who had it all, right? Had all the money and all the fame and all the success and all the relationship and oh my God, and they were depressed, right? Or some delineation of depression, etc. right? Why is that? Because effects, do not produce fulfillment, right? Because understanding effects are always going to be, at least in the way that we're speaking about here, things that show up in our sensory experience, right? When we're looking at it with our eyes, when we can touch it with our hands, when we can experience it with our body, right? That's a effect, right? Oh, I have this much money, I have this partner, I have this cool house, I have this job, I have X, Y, and Z, right? Effect, in this way, is not something that produces fulfillment. With a caveat, and that caveat is understanding that, and we're going to get into this, if your fulfillment, if you're acting from your fulfillment, and then effects are produced 
from that fulfillment, then you are going to be fulfilled with those effects, right? And while that sounds like it's completely contradictory to all the things that I just said, we're going to get into it and we're going to make sense of it, right? So what I mean when I say this is that we've got to look at cause, right? This is a big thing we talked about in the first episode, but cause is an internal phenomena at the end of the day, right? Cause is your intention, is the choice to create that program, to go do that thing that you really want to do, to make that piece of art, to ask that person on a date. I don't know, right? It, de it depends on the situation, on the individual, etc. However, cause in the sense of the thing that we're choosing to do, the thing that we're acting on, acting the place that we're acting from, the internal vibration, the state of being that we act from, is really where fulfillment, I believe, comes from. And here's why I believe that, right? Here's why I feel this is true. Let's say we have two different people, right? Person A, we could say, is the quintessential rich person in the sense that now I don't want to use stereotypes so let's redo that um, let's just completely new example <laughs> person a right these are not I'm not referring to anybody these are just examples made up right person a chooses to do what they love they're a I don't know they're an artist right in the many facets of what that could be. Maybe they're a musician. Maybe they're a painter. Maybe they're a um, writer. I don't know. They do art, right? They do something artistic. And that's what they do, right? They're not chasing money. They're not looking for um, a certain job or a certain amount of money or a certain house or a certain effect, right? They have found what makes them happy. Oh, my God. They, they love to write, they love to paint. They love to do this thing. They love to make this art, right? And maybe in the beginning, they don't have a ton of money. That's person A. Person B has chose, whether consciously or unconsciously, to make money their goal, right? I'm going to get to this amount of money, and I'm going to make this uh, investment, and I'm going to get this house, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, right? And I'm not saying that if you have a passion and, and you feel fulfilled by real estate or whatever that is, right? I'm not saying that that is what we're talking about. What I'm talking about is person B, this made up example, is chasing something to be fulfilled, right? While person A is doing something because, it, because the act creates fulfillment for them, is an act of fulfillment. A is an act of fulfillment. B is a, I will get there and then be fulfilled, right? Now, fast forward five years, person A and person B, on the outside looking in, look the same. What do I mean by that? They both have the same amount of money, we could say, just to go with this example. They're both rich, right? Oh my God, they both have tons of money. They both have really nice houses. They both have really great lives from the outside looking in. Person B is depressed 
and struggling, person A is happy as can be, right? Completely, oh my God, so fulfilled. And this is why I say from the outside looking in. Because in both of these situations, it looks like they're living the same way. But in truth, they are two completely different experiences that seem to produce the same effect. But in actuality, the real experience that's being had here is completely different. And why? Because person A went all in on their fulfillment, while person B thought that they had to chase their fulfillment, right? And this is a very important point. This is a very important distinction. The distinction being fulfillment can never be chased, cannot be chased. To believe that your joy and the thing that makes you feel the most alive is somewhere in the future, is somewhere outside of you, is somewhere um, that once you uh, reach a certain level on the scoreboard or you, whatever it is, this is all examples and symbols and, right? Fulfillment cannot be chased. Fulfillment is not a result of reaching a certain goal, right? Why? Because goals are transitory. Goals change based on who we are and where we're at in our lives, right? If someone's broke, they're going to have a goal of like, man, I want to be able to pay all my bills, right? But then if somebody uh, is already a millionaire, right? Just going with a random example, maybe that person wants to start donating to charity or start making more money. I don't know, right? The point is goals are transitory in the sense that while two people can have the same goal, to whatever degree that may mean, financial or otherwise, those two people more than likely have completely different intentions, following the same example we just went with. And here's the idea, right? In doubling down, <laughs> that's a silly way to say it, on our own fulfillment, right? When we choose to put our fulfillment first, in the sense that we choose to do what lights us up instead of doing something to get, right? That is what produces fulfillment, right? And that's a very, like, um, like applicable principle in the sense that you can then apply that to whatever um, that means for you personally, right? And this is what I have found and what I feel to be true is that fulfillment, when you double down and you go <laughs> double down, when you go all in on your fulfillment, on the thing that makes you the happiest, that is what's going to create the most beautiful life. And while you could say that maybe from a certain snapshot within time and space, you have much less money than person this person over here, but that person's depressed right? Example. Then who's the real winner here, right? Because the whole point is that at the end of the day, life is something that we live. Life is a verb, right? It's not a, it's not a fixed destination, right? It's not some goal. Life is not a goal. You can't have a goal well, you can have goals. Goals are great, but life is a verb. Life is living. Life is is like phi. 
the golden ratio, if you will. It, it doesn't really have a beginning and it doesn't really have an end, right? To define a beginning and an end is to, um, that's created in a certain sense. And we're not going to get into what that means in this episode because that's beyond the scope of this podcast. But the whole point I'm trying to make is that life is the sum total of the way that you live your life, right? Your habits, your daily actions, the way you take care of yourself, how often you spend time with your altar. Do you even have an altar? Do you have a spiritual practice? Do you uh, read books that you like? Do you not like to read books? Do you like to, do you do exercise that, in, that excites you? Do you spend time with people that make you feel whole and excited and happy? Do you put your happiness first or do you put some other thing before your happiness? Do you go, I need to make everyone else happy first, then I need to have this much money in my bank account, then I need X, Y, and Z, and then I can do that thing that makes me happy. Well, if that's happening and you're depressed, flip the script, do what makes you happy first and foremost before anything else and given. I understand life inherently, we, we need money, we need things, right? Things like we have responsibilities, I get it. However, we're all wise enough when we tap into our, our truth in our heart and we listen to our intuition and we follow our guidance, our highest guidance, right? We are more than capable of being responsible and putting our happiness first, right? Because then we get into the understanding of as above, so below, so within, so without, right? As the universe, so the soul, the microcosm and the macrocosm, right? The thing being reflected and the mirror that's creating the reflection, right? Or the thing that's creating the reflection and the mirror that is reflecting, right? So who we're being is the thing that is creating the reflection. And then the life experience that we're living, right? The way life shows up is always going to be a direct reflection of who you're being. And who you're being has everything to do with the way that you think, the, the actions you choose to take or not take, right? Um, the fact of the matter that you're doing what you love because it makes you happy, which then raises your frequency and then puts you in a whole new dimension, quite literally, right? Or if you're living in some kind of story that you have to do X, Y, and Z, and then you ooh, lower your frequency, right? So the point I'm trying to make here is that life is so much more different than what we've been taught, right? <laughs> and the point here is the the most simple thing that I've discovered and given, I'm still learning, I'm still, I'm not perfect, right? We're not perfect. We're always just... We're a verb, right? Life is a verb. We're always evolving. We're always learning. We're always becoming, right? That was the whole point of the last episode is your own becoming, right? So in our own becoming, while there's always higher degrations, grades, whatever, to get into and to become, right? It's a matter of like allowing ourselves to walk that path and continue to follow the compass 
of what makes us happy and what is our truth, right? Because those are really interchangeable. The thing that makes us the happiness, <laughs> the thing that makes us the happiest is, <laughs> is, is our own truth in the sense of when we're expressing our truth, when we're living in our authentic self, right? And we're doing what's true for us. We're being who we truly are. That not only makes you happy, not only creates fulfillment, but it also, you then become, becoming, you are an electromagnet, right? <gasps> an electromagnet, what does that mean? What that means is that the law of attraction, manifestation, these are all cool things, but going back to the whole idea of like living into your fulfillment and then thinking you need to get somewhere to be happy. I'm going to turn manifestation on its head because I think um, this makes more sense what I'm about to say. When you do what you love in every single moment and you're true to yourself in every single moment and you follow your bliss in every single moment, you don't have to manifest, right? Because if you're doing something to manifest something, right? What's the difference between working 80 hours a week to make a certain amount of money that you think is going to make you happy and doing all these different manifestation practices because you think that by manifesting the thing you're trying to manifest, it will make you happy. There's no difference there, at least in the overall underarching theme of those two things. What I mean by this is that manifestation is not something that you do. What does that mean? What that means is that manifestation is, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a thing that is a part of life. The law of attraction is a law. It's not something that you do, right? Manifestation is not something that you do. Well, I'm going to go manifest this thing. Like, yes and no, right? Because manifestation is something, is a happening. It's something that happens based on who you're being, right? The mind, the intellect, the rational, what, logic, however you want to look at that, likes to believe, or if we get too stuck in our thinking in our heads like that, we think that things are like a certain way, right? And we, we could, there's a beginning and I follow this linear pattern and this happens, right? Life is not linear like that, right? Things don't happen like that. Like there's, there's ebbs and flows and there's cycles and there's magic and there's things that unfold in life that are completely beyond the logical mind, right? Like there's so much that happens in creation that the logical mind can't perceive, that can't, it can't even get there with logic, right? That's why living from your heart is such a powerful thing because when you do that, not only are you fulfilled, but you're also tuned into that intuitive truth that goes beyond logic and given. I'm not saying to not use your mind, right? It's like if you're balancing your checkbook or I don't know, you're doing something that inherently requires logic, then you're going to use logic, you know, like obviously you're doing that or whatever, right? But the point I'm trying to make here is that 
You don't need to manifest something that you think you need to make yourself happy, right? Because that's just a story that's keeping you from being happy right now. Because here's the thing, right? In this now, in this moment, right here, right now, whether you're here watching with me or here and you're watching the video, or you're just listening to the podcast, regardless of how you're here in this podcast with me right now, the fact of the matter is that all that's happening, all that's true, we could say, in this moment, is that you are here with me on this podcast. There's, you might be cleaning, you might be driving, you might be sitting and watching this on your couch, however, right? But there's nothing happening, right? In the sense, there might be, I don't know. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make here is that whatever stories we have about the day that we just had, or the day that we're just about to have, or what we're going to do, or all of that kind of stuff, those stories, right? The past is, 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 is an illusion. It's not an illusion, but the past is something that's done, right? It's over with. We're not, it's not happening anymore, right? So if we're consistently thinking about the past and then we identify with the, the self, the version of self that just lived that way, then we're living in a prison of our own making. Why? Because... Let's use the example of someone who um, maybe wants to become a full-time musician, right? I don't know. Just using an example. But they are working at a juice bar. I don't know. And it makes them money and it helps them pay their bills, but they really don't. They want to be a musician, right? It's a little windy out. I don't know if you can hear that, but it's a little windy out. Long story short, if that person is continuing to identify as, well, I'm just the the wannabe musician who works at the juice bar, right? If you continue to carry that story and live that mythology, then that's all you're going to keep getting. And you won't be open to the opportunities to actually go be a full-time musician. Now, if we flip the script without changing any of the things that are happening, right? That person's still going to the job because they need to eat, right? And they're still a musician, right? But now the mythology has been shifted. The story is completely different. And now they're empowered, right? They are a musician, right? I am a musician. And life is unfolding in such a way that I'm creating my highest and best experience, right? And it's all coming in and it's all happening, right? Being in that, being that you, that version of self, you go to the job, right? And cool, right? Like that does not define you. And I guess the point I'm trying to make here is that Things that, things only define us when we allow them to define us, right? So, and this goes for all things, right? We are the authors of our own story. And I find this is much deeper than I thought we were going to get on this podcast, on this episode. But the point is like, fulfillment 
really comes down to who you're choosing to be. It's it's who you are. It's how you're relating to all that's unfolding. Because going back to like things beyond logic, there are cycles and seasons and things that happen in life and things that happen on the planet. And, and what I mean by that is there's winter, there's summer, there's fall and all the summer, right? And spring, right? There's things that the wheel of the year, the wheel of life, the wheel of fortune, however you want to look at that, right? That is a part of life, right? And while we can't ever really predict um, what is going to unfold on that wheel and then come into our life experience, right? We can always, 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 always have the pen and say exactly why this is happening. In the sense that we have the power to determine how that fits into our story, right? That's what I mean, is that fulfillment comes down to who you're being in each and every moment and the way you're relating to the experience of your life. Life's not an illusion, right? It's not a hologram. It's, it's a reflection, right? But it's real. We're here, right? You're here watching this. I'm here making this. Like, we're here, right? So regardless of what the story is, we are here. We are grounded. We're on the earth. We're here with Pachamama and Father, Son, and the sky and the moon and the earth and the stars. And oh my goodness, right? It's beautiful. And we're here, right? So why tell a story that makes us miserable when just as easily and more fulfillingly we can tell a story that is true and that makes us joyful, right? Thank you so much for enjoying this episode today. If you would like to hear more from the Sacred Embodiment Podcast, make sure to subscribe to the show and leave a review so others can know how much you enjoyed it.